We need an intro, Stephen. Uh, yeah. It could be like we can have that uh that Caillou song. <laughs> Fucking Lil B. <laughs> Lil B. Bro, some weird shit's been happening with Lil B. Speaking of that, it's funny that you brought that up. Um first of all, welcome. We don't really have a name for this thing that we're trying to call a podcast yet, but eventually we would like to. My name is Lance and this is one of my best buds, Steve. And if you guys don't know who he is, you can find him on Twitter at Yes, sir. I, Stevie, TV, uh, the uh, seasonal streamer. <laughs> the once a year streamer. Fucking... Yeah, I'm like that guy that's here for Black Friday, um, but then you won't see for the rest of the year. Like, that's me. <laughs> Fucking live and in the flesh. We would like to potentially get to a point where we can do this thing um, in person with like a set and all that shit, but we're too scuffed for that right now and on top of that he lives a couple hours away from me and that's just a pain in the fucking ass to to do so maybe one day we'll get to where we can do this shit in person but for right now this is what we got so we're gonna work with it um but on the topic of Lil B um Lil B has been sending random women on the internet proposals to pay to write on themselves I love Lil B with like marker like on parts of their body and then he uses that as like marketing and the only reason why i heard about this is because there is uh he contacted a few twitch streamers a few Oof. like lady twitch streamers that uh promptly said fuck you and called him out and was like <laughs> posting the email and shit and like i Yikes. went and looked at it and i was like oh my god this is actual fucking username and then if you go to his page he's like legit like retweeting um women with marker on their like stomach and shin and stuff and it, it's it's really weird because he tries to make it not creepy but in turn he just it's, makes it more it looks creepy very creepy yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I really love your page. Like, I'll like it, and uh, you're really cute, and all this stuff. And it's like that just comes off real, real strange, uh, a little, little rapey. And you wouldn't imagine that somebody with that kind of platform would need to do that. Is like Lil right. B that irrelevant now? Like, I remember he was kind of relevant for a little bit. Wasn't he the one that did the Kevin Durant song? Uh, so I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know who that is. Um, I just know of him through you, um, which means he couldn't have ever been really that relevant because I try to stay hip with all the youngsters. Uh, I I'm thought a complete boomer. I thought he was the one that did that song. It's like Kevin I, I Durant. He was. he was like Ice JJ Fish, kind of like before Ice JJ oh Fish gosh. a little bit. Yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I think you're right. He was known right. for like terrible raps. So, yeah, no. Um, I, like I said, I don't know if I've ever uh, like looked up anything on him like at all, actually. But um, on the topic of that, uh, did you hear about the whole Adrian uh, Bronner situation? No. What is that? Yo, he got caught uh, sliding into uh, the that uh, bad baby, the like sixteen-year-old chick that was on the Dr. Phil show, all crazy like. It's not the cash me outside girl, right? Yes, that is her. Yes. Oh, shit. But he, he got caught sliding into her DMs, bro. And then she straight up called him out on it on Instagram, like screenshotted it and everything. Of course she is. Of like, like him was like, he was like trying to hit on her and stuff like that. Straight up put him on blast. How long ago was that? And this, dude, this was like a week ago. Like, oh, week, well, a week for or real? Two ago. I feel like 
he's not the first one to get caught up with that. Because wasn't um didn't she wasn't she in like some Kodak Black like music video and yeah, then Kodak was yeah. getting roasted for it? Yeah. So like the thing is, where like I kind of respect uh, Adrian Bronner because I don't he's never been my kind of boxer. Like uh, I just I think he's a piece of shit. Be honest with you, he just I get tired of like him and his arrogant self. But like where I will give him like mad props on that whole situation, which he dealt with that in probably the best way. And anyone that ever gets caught doing doing some scuzzy should do it just like him. He straight up was like, "Yeah, I did it. I didn't know she was 16. Uh, she carries herself way differently than a 16 year old should." Uh, but he was like, "Yeah, no, I did it. It was an honest mistake." Is she still <laughs> like he didn't 16? try like denying it? Yeah, dude, that's dude. That's what I said. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Bro." She's been 16 for the last five years. Right? Like, she's been 16 since my ass was in high school. Like, and that's... Like, <laughs> there's no but, way. But what on, the like, fuck is going on with her age, dude? Yeah, what let me, is that? Let me look at it, dude. Because I, I, that means, like, when she was on the Dr. Phil show, right? She would have had to been, like, 10. Yeah, dude. Which makes that a whole lot worse than... I think... No, because uh, Catch Me Outside, when was that big? Was I in college? I think it was, like, my freshman year of college, maybe, when that was big. Maybe it was after that. Let me see. So she was born. Yeah, dude, she is 16 years old. She was born in 2003. Look up when she was on the Dr. Phil show, like when that show, when that episode aired. Because that uh, would have had to have been like my. I graduated so, in 2012. Uh, uh, Catch Me Outside was uh, 2017. Really? So you're talking, you're talking about the remix that people made. Like before she ever made a song, like the actual song. Because remember, that's what she's, that she did that on Dr. Phil's show. And that's when people started yeah. remixing it because like there was a like Dr. Phil's like trying to like roast her and the crowd's going crazy. And she was like, oh, yeah, catch me outside. How about that? And like people actually like started putting in songs and stuff. When was um, she on the Dr. Phil show? Uh, she was on Dr. Phil. Wow, dude. It wasn't that, that long ago. There's no it was 2016. way. No. It was four years ago. There's no it way. It's four not years possible. Ago. What? No. She was, uh, let me see. Because uh, the, the, the segment was, I want to give up my car-stealing, knife-wielding, twerking 13-year-old daughter uh, who tried to frame me for a crime. And it was Daniel Bergolin. I So that would have been, bro, I would have been in my, like, third year. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like Dude. she was, I, I just I feel like that was so long ago, though. Bro, I'm having, like, one of those, uh, like, what's it called? The Mandela effect? Where, like, yeah. people remember shit differently than what it actually is. I yeah. honestly uh, like, felt like I was in high school. Like, I was, like, making up shit in my head of people saying cash me outside when I was in high school. I was like, yeah, dude, she was in fucking, I was in high school when that happened. Yeah, bro. It's, it's like, so are you, are you, a, are you a Shazam guy or a Kazam guy? <laughs> what's That's the actual truth, movie? It's Kazam, right? I always thought it was Shazam, oh, but I think it is Kazam. Because they they even went so far as to like make a spoof video of it with uh um they they like made a fake advertisement to like feed into it and like made it worse. Uh, where like he like pops out and there's these kids in the attic and they're like, <gasps> you know they so they even like faked an advertisement for it like years after like whenever it was like picking up steam and shit. Yeah, I'm I, dude. Thing is, like, that was I, my mind was blown because not now. See, like, now I'm bothered. Now, cause now I can't remember what it actually is called because I remember I was on the side of it of, like, I'm the one that had made it up. I guess like that it had never like been a thing. Uh, well, also see. the actor's different, isn't it? Because isn't it Shaquille O'Neal in the in the real one? 
I could be wrong um, about that too. I thought like everything about it is wrong. Like even the actor and the title of the movie. I thought it was. Oh my god. No. So Kazam is the, the movie with Shaq. Yeah. So Kazam. Yeah. And Shazam is the one that people thought had Sinbad, right? Yes, 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 yes. And yes, that's the yes. Mandela effect. People thought that it, they like made images and like made a fake advertisement for like Sinbad in a wizard movie. And like in interviews, he's been like, "Yeah, I've never been." In the... <laughs> it was like, yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, that's what it is. It's right here, actually. Uh, sorry, Internet Sinbad never played a genie in Shazam. Doesn't exist. Yeah. I was the one of the ones that like remembered it as being Shazam, bro. <laughs> On everything, dude. I I told everybody. I used to get in like like arguments. Like I swear to God, I'm not fucking crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Don't no, hate it's... on me because you're not cultured. <laughs> I'm a cultured swine. Uh, that's. But hilarious. I was. Dude, I, I was one of those ones that um that remembered it like that. That's wild, dude. What are the other like, ones? The fucking the is it the the Berenstein Bears or the yes the, the Berenstein yeah whatever yeah, the fuck it is. Like that. Yeah, I was on the side of like what it actually was on that one. So, like that one wasn't as cool to me. Um, but that was that was that, all that stuff started becoming really big back when. Um, uh, you remember like those pictures that would be like, "Hey, if you see this, then this is who you are," or you could see this, but it was the same ass picture in both. Like that's back when like everything was about like what kind like who are you, and it was like trying to always like segregate the entire like human race. Well, because, like, you, you were either this side of humanity or you were this side of humanity. And it all, like, tried saying that off of a fucking picture. What, was it... Is it, like, one of those where, like, it's... um, It's just, like, images on the screen. And, like, if you see, like... It's, yeah. it's like, like a dress, if you see a... Is it a blue dress or a gold dress oh, or something like that? Oh, okay, that. I thought you were talking about those ones. It's, like, you have to look deeper into the picture to see more. So, like, it, it'll look like a tree. But then, like, oh, some no, people no, no, see no, it as, like, a too. guy sucking a dick or something. Yeah, dude. See, like, I like <laughs> that stuff's kind of funny, actually. But um, and then like uh, that always reminds me of uh, Fallout New Vegas, like when they uh, they show you all those pictures, and they were like that, like it determines how, like what kind of character you're gonna have. And it's like I didn't feel like that ever like really changed anything in the game ever. The, so the, I was always the, the dude shit, that would just like skip through it, and I would be like a complete anarchist, and was like. I see a nuke going off, killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood it's everywhere. Like, it's like an ink blot test, but it's yeah, it's just fucking bullshit. Yeah, those are always those are always fucking weird. Kylie, those always just like kind of frustrate me though. <laughs> Kylie brought the one up that uh, it was, it wasn't one of those, but it was like one of those pictures that like deceives you, and it was like uh, the caption was like, "I thought Grandpa was on his freak shit," and it's like. It's like these two old people sitting there, and like this old lady has her legs crossed, but the way it looks, it looks like his hand is like in her vagina, Oof. like. But it's not; oh, yeah, it's yeah. just like her hand or something. But the way like yeah. the angle is, it literally looks like, like, fucking <laughs> Castro's grandpa's on his freak shit again. <laughs> she showed me that like that's like a week or two ago, but it's probably an old yeah. picture. The only reason why I've never liked uh, stuff like that, dude, is I hate. So anything that can classify me in an accurate sense that puts me in denial, I hate. <laughs> you right? see yourself so, and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah, what? or like, <laughs> so I, I'm big on, um, like, just through all my leadership stuff, right, through Kroger and, and Best Buy and stuff like that. They always try to do, like, leadership tests, right? And 
every one of them put me in denial because they're me spot on. It's like, no, that's not me. And like, you're in, like, you're just like, there's no way this test based on these 20 questions, do not know who I am. And then like it is a hundred percent accurate and it's even more frustrating. I can never do those tests accurately. If I'm taking a personality quiz or something, I can never answer. Honestly, I always answer, um, because I know what I would pick and I don't pick that. It's weird. I like go against my own grain or like I go with what I know to be right rather right. than what I would actually do. Like, it's like, would you go into this burning building and save this family and these three cats? Fuck. No, I wouldn't. I would call the goddamn fire department and watch or like, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't run away, but I'm not running into a burning building to save a bunch of strangers. Cause I know that's not what I would do on that test though. I'm like, I'm all for it. Like I'm running into the burning building. I, I, answer more for what i know is correct. yeah more chivalry like, or like what you would want to be yeah like it, i can be never answer honestly it's like some stranger comes up to you and uh asks you to to buy drugs what do you do uh in real life i'd probably just buy the fucking drugs but yeah. <laughs> you know like or there's another option it's like report him to the authorities like it's no i'm not gonna report the dude for doing that like i'll probably just buy the shit i don't know you know it's i can't answer those honestly i answer based on like how i would like society to view me because i think they're gonna like so i always come up with the wrong thing like i i'm in reality i should be the shithead but well so the one that i've seen right that is the most recent one i took i can't remember the name of it but um i had to take it for work and it's probably been hands down the most accurate and how it starts is don't answer these questions based on who you are now. Answer the questions on who you were growing up. Like, so you literally it asks questions more geared towards exact situations and how you would have, like how you did handle them, right? Like uh, you're on the playground oh. and a kid walks up and takes your ball. How did you react? I cried. Right. <laughs> That's what I but fucking like, did. I cried. But all that kind of stuff, right? And it categorized you in one of nine numbers. And through those nine numbers, uh, like it would tell you, obviously, what's your your number? What do you uh, relate as? It will also tell you, like, when you're at your worst, like when you are being a scumbag, what do you identify as? And then it will also tell you, like, what do you wish to be, right? And mm -hmm. then, dude, like that, I've never seen a more accurate one. Like, dude, I would go to work, cause I, like, after I did it, right, me trying to be an overachiever in life, I had all of my employees take it, right? Yeah. And I literally brought three people to tears because like what it would do is it would, it would say all that stuff, but then like you could go online and they had obviously links that's like, Hey, go here and, and give you more details on um, like your love life and just a bunch of extra shit. Right. And the amount of accuracy it would have on some people, like literally would just make them, make them cry because it was stuff like just it, fuck it them would, up like would, that dude, because it would say stuff that like, when I would read it, I'd be like, there's no way that's that person. But then that person was like, that is me, like, to a scary extent. And they hated admitting that that was them. Like, it was more like uh, like hidden shit of, like, they try to be something they're not. Or, like, it would bring up, like, a triggering thing from their past that's like, I want to forget about that. Like, I can't believe this thing is able to... Like, it would call out your insecurities and stuff like that. Yeah, bro. It got real deep, real that's, fast. That's on that tarot card, fortune teller, dude, palm reading bullshit. Dude, Are you but for... you'll have to take it one of these times. Because it's so accurate, right? Like, mine's like... Um, mine was... Uh, I can't, 
I can't remember the number that I was, but I was the achiever. And like in there, like the good things are, it's like, oh, you're motivated and you're driven and like you're, you're so achievements based. And then like the bad side of it is though, like, like you're not afraid to ruin other people's life for your own success. And also like that. And I was like, damn, why, do, why is it gotta be all that? Like, but, but like, it, and they would sit there and say like, when you feel uncomfortable, this is the person that you become. And, uh, and all that kind of stuff like that. And what I was like, dude, it is, fuck? it was, scary accurate but like i said when i had one of my employees take it and he just started sobbing because it brought up like his past with his family and like because he doesn't have a very good relationship with his like mom and dad and stuff like that it brought up like that stuff i was like oof i just wanted to know how to like deal with you when you're being a shithead didn't know i was gonna do all this i thought this shit was gonna be fun this is bullshit like most of these they're like you were meant to be a fucking doctor you were meant to be a veterinarian. You are a caring soul or you are, uh, you work better alone than in a group. And you're telling me about the time that my uncle locked me in the closet, you know, at the family right. gathering or some shit. Like right. I don't need to hear all that. I know that happened. Stop bringing it up. I don't need <laughs> by it. The next ep- by the next episode, I'll try to, I'll try to find it. Cause I can't remember the name of it. It's got like some weird name, but like, it's got a bunch of signs backed up on it. And a lot of like uh Forbes 500 companies have like, their board members do it and stuff like that. Because like it team also building does, shit. Yeah. Cause it also yeah. like the biggest thing that the reason why obviously best buy did it was, um, so like if I'm this number and your GM is this number, like how can you better communicate? Right. And that's oh. the whole purpose of it is not necessarily to get to know people, but it's like, uh, Hey, you guys aren't always going to see eye to eye, but next time you bring up an issue, like if you're talking to an eight, bring it up like this type thing. Like yeah. it's so you two can better understand and come on, um, like a, a medium ground or so whatever. So I'm but. a Capricorn and you're a Taurus. That's what that reminds me of. If I'm I've never, honest. I've <laughs> never liked that stuff. Yeah, but that's what it sounds like, though. Right. <laughs> I get it. I get it that like there's more behind this, but it's like, uh, you know, uh, fucking, uh, an Aquarius can't date a Sagittarius. There's just too much tension there. That's what it. <laughs> that's what it yeah. reminds me of. Yeah, I can't. Like that. That's a. Uh, sorry, to sound terrible here. That's a very female thing. I, every female I've ever like been around is it you, lives by that. You don't see, at least in person, in in my experience, I don't see many males that openly talk about astrology or is, is that what right. it's called? No, it's not astrology. So. It's astron astronomy. No. What the fuck is I it think called? Astronomy's right. No, I don't. I don't know either. The We're, signs, whatever the fuck those are, the when you're born. And what, yes. yeah, yes. that shit. I, I do see more women talk about it than men. I will say that. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's a a thing where, like, they fucking uh, read about it in the newspaper because they think it's interesting or what. Like, I know I'm a Capricorn. That's about all I know about it. I don't know what I'm they're cancer. supposed to. That's it. Yeah, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. I don't know what I'm supposed to eat for breakfast on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know those things. I just, I know what it's called. Apparent, sort of, not really. Because I the I don't longer know this podcast goes on, the more ignorant I feel like we are. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is interesting. Make me feel like I'm a complete piece of shit. Well, yeah, because hey, I, I, I don't remember the name of the thing. What what the fuck is it called? It's that, uh, that, that could be what we call a podcast. Ignorance is bliss. The zodiac signs, but like, what is the study of those? I I think you. I think the first one you said was right. Astrology or whatever. Let me look at a, a fucking astrology. Can I spell it? Am I smart enough to fucking spell it? Can I get a vowel, Alex, please? 
astrology is a oh damn dude fucking even Google, <laughs> even Google's hating on it. Astrology is a pseudoscience that claims to divine claims to divine information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movements and relative positions of celestial objects. So yes, it, it, it's astrology. Horoscopes, that was the other word I was looking for, was like people that look at your horoscope like in the morning or whatever. Right. Get like those horoscope calendars and shit where you rip it off and it's like, today you will be met with prosperity and kindness. And it's like, okay, that's interesting. It's very generic, but... I feel like your wife would be really into that. Uh, I think she's looked it up a few times. I don't think she's like super into it. Um, but like I think she knows. Like, eh, it's probably like whatever. I feel like I, it's like waking up and cracking open a fortune cookie and being like, "Oh, this is my day today." That's what horoscopes feel like to me. Like, there's some people that like live by that though. Well, I mean, some people live by you know christianity and and shit like that too it's just like it's like belief in something but so like whatever gives that gets them through the day that's cool i just i have a hard time trusting what tina typed out at the fucking company you know for that day because that's what it is they go through and they just fucking somebody had to write that shit it didn't just right drop out of the sky you know yeah, so but see like that's the thing like it's those people that like put them in their like their dating profile like hi i'm a libra can't date Virgos. Capricorns are okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, I, I think I think there's a lot of people that do it to keep up with it. And they think it's like fun to do, but they don't really believe in it. But then there's those people and it's like, you just know. Yeah. I think it's interesting sometimes. Like anytime it's ever popped up on like a Facebook feed of like, uh, like it'll show like all the signs and like, uh, it'll be like, um, Shit, I'm trying to think of a good example of it. It'll sit there and say, like, based on your sign is what you prefer and stuff like that. And I'm like, I know. I I definitely prefer, like, buffalo chicken over tacos. <laughs> I don't care what the cancers say. Like, but yeah. it's it's entertaining, at least, of, yeah. like, it just makes me chuckle. And I think more people check it. If, if, if I was a betting man, <clears throat> I bet more people do check it for that, like, for the entertainment. Then they check their horoscope for that. Then they do actually live by it. But, like. Right when you do see those people that like you're like you definitely believe this shit i almost like feel bad but i don't at the same time like i i feel bad because it's like they allow something that some other human typed onto a piece of paper to like dictate how they live their day-to-day -day life um and like they almost can't make a choice for themselves right you know whenever they believe that much in it you, you really can't make a choice for yourself you can't make a decision right. on a day-to-day -day. you can't even pick out like what you're supposed to eat or, or wear or whatever so you almost feel bad for them but at the same time it's like eh, ignorance is bliss i guess you know like they're they're usually blissfully happy they never seem to be like these super depressed people they're just, oh yeah like, not at all living life you know i resent them for being so goddamn happy you motherfucker how dare you <laughs> How dare you be happy? How dare you find happiness you. in something I don't yeah. understand? How dare you? Yeah. You piece of shit. You're the problem. <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I try to I try to maintain my own level of unhappiness in life, so. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what are you, uh, being 2020, man, new decade, uh, what kind of, I don't even want to say New Year's resolutions, but like, what do you want? What do you want out of this next decade, my guy? Oh, it's how old are you? How are you? Twenty four? I'm twenty six. Oh my god, dude! 
not a baby anymore. I know. What are you, 20? 26. So you're going to be like dead in 10 years. You're so like, always, where do you want to be before death? You're two years ahead of me, right? You're 28. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then you'll be, dude, you're almost 30. That's the that's an interesting. I'm almost one. dead, right? That's <laughs> what I said. Like, what do you want to get done before you die? <laughs> um, honestly, it's just a, it's a uh, fucking, what's that expression? Same shit, different day. Just kind of one yeah. of those things. Like, I'm just going to keep doing the shit that I want to do. And we talked about it before the podcast, so I'm not going to rehash all of it. But uh, for the for the listeners and everything, um, uh, I guess one of the things was to start this fucking podcast about two months ago. Um, yeah, we've been, been talking, talking about, about it for, it. what, fucking six years now? Years, yeah. Years, and yeah. we just never really, <laughs> like, pulled the trigger on it. But, you know, we, we thought about this completely uh, original idea of doing a podcast that you know nobody does these these are yeah the groundbreaking shit they don't have websites based for podcasts like <laughs> so you know i was this podcast that was one of them um i guess just to get that rolling and uh we're, we're gonna for this year we've got uh, i'm working on doing some uh some more stand-up stuff and uh i'm looking at you know kind of figuring out how i want to go about doing that because i don't live in an area it's got a bustling stand-up community, obviously. There's a few places around here that I could do it, but I'd probably have to travel and, and shit. So I'm making some calls and, and figuring out all that shit. Um, and then just status quo, just going to keep fucking streaming and doing that and and uh, trying to be a, a better a better entertainer, so to speak. Try to try to flex the brain a little bit and, and just get better at what I do. You know, that's, uh, I think, the, the biggest thing for me is uh, just, to, just, just commit and, and try to get better at shit. You know, try to be right more observant and uh, see what I can do to really challenge myself creatively in a in a in a sense of of not only humor but I guess just uh, kind of absorbing more knowledge and not just kind of like walking past things like being a little bit more observant. But right, yeah, somebody like I can't. I think it was like a customer at uh, work the other day. Like that's what like made me think of it. Right, it's like everyone always talks about like New Year's resolutions and stuff like that, and like I, I never, I mean, you and I've talked about this before. Like I've never been a New Year's resolution type of guy. I think they're a joke. I don't think, I don't think any type of New Year type thing is going to change your mindset and outlook on life. Um, but a customer was like, "Hey, like you're still fairly young. Like, when are you going to stop breaking your life into the year to year and start talking about like five years from now, like the next decade?" I sat there and thought to myself, "I was like, where do I want to be by 2030?" Right. Like yeah. by then I'm 38 years old. Right. Like what did I achieve in the last decade? Right. Cause my last decade, like when I sit there and break it up, like I had a pretty good decade. Right. I had my, had my little shithead son. Um, I bought two cars. Uh, I've lived a uh, pretty good life. Right. Bought a lot of nice things and really haven't traveled i think that's like it's something in the next 10 years i would like to do so i would like to travel more i yeah. think like uh going up north uh, for your and kylie's wedding like uh made me realize that like outside of uh city of columbus dude like i don't go anywhere so i was like it was pretty cool like being somewhere new and like driving the back roads and trying to find like places to buy stuff and that kind of stuff. Like it was pretty neat, and like it just made me sit there and think, like, dude, I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. Oh right? yeah. So it's like, I mean, I think I'm, a lot of that has to do with circumstance too, though. Like you right. can't just like up and be like, yo, I'm gonna go spend a week in Tahiti or some shit because you you know you got a kid oh, and the like, kid uh, will 100%, all that right? shit. But like 
I, I get that. I 100% get that. You know, you fucking new experiences. That's that's cool. Fucking. Um, they talked about that. Uh, Dave Chappelle just won the the Mark Twain Award for it's like it's like humor like person humor person of the year or something. It's a it's a big comedy award essentially. Um, right. <clears throat> and uh, they were telling stories about uh, about him and like uh, he essentially told people to like was telling somebody to like put their phone away because um he's not trying to like he's making memories essentially he's not he's not doing shit or like experiencing shit to like put it online or like record it or whatever like he's there to like like make a memory essentially right i get that like as you get older too you stop giving a shit as much about I mean, I'm only 26, so I don't want to talk like I'm fucking 40, but I know how I am. Like, and it, it, I've talked about it before. If I wasn't on, if social media wasn't such like a, a driving force for like, like business and content and and what I'm wanting to accomplish overall, uh, if it wasn't such a driving factor in that, I probably wouldn't use it. Just because I value, like, we we threw a New Year's party and had like 20 people over and all that shit. And like, I didn't, I don't even know where my phone was the whole time. Kylie kept asking me like, if we should take pictures and shit. And I was like, no, fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't want my phone. Like, I don't want it near me. I don't like people. <laughs> like I wasn't like recording a bunch of shit, you know, or like putting it on right. Instagram and shit. I talked about it and I told people like, yo, we're throwing a party tonight. And you know, we had people over playing drinking games, having fun, but like, I didn't have my phone, but that's how, that's who I am. I'm not like attached to. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not attached to my phone. I don't know where it is half the time. The only times I need it. Um, cause I hate writing shit down like by hand. So like I have it if I'm like working on jokes or if I'm like, cause I, I'd much prefer to type it into like a notes thing on my phone. So like I have it for that, but I, I'm not attached to it. So I definitely get where you're coming from where you're like, I want to travel. I want to see some shit. Like yeah, the, I just want to do something different, man. Like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, like wealth, don't get me wrong. Wealth is cool, but like, I'm not going to think like that shallow brained of like, Cause I feel like that's what I worked the like the last decade for, right? Is to like build a foundation for myself, which obviously that's like a never ending thing that you work towards, like uh, of course. But um, like when I sit back and think of my think of like what what do I really want, right? And it just it comes back to me that I just don't do a whole lot and I don't travel a whole lot. Like it'd be nice to uh, I don't know, like take a weekend off, go to Canada, right? Just because I can, not for any given reason, right? Yeah. Stuff like that to me is is what I would really like out of the next decade of not only like the the, the normal shit, right? Like, oh, I, yeah, obviously uh, get a family and, and uh, start to do some like family type things with my life. But that also being said, like on a more serious side of things of like just get more enjoyment out of life. You know what I mean? Like not try to be so close minded and say yes instead of saying no so much. Cause just cause of work and, and all that stuff. I I've always had to say no to a lot of things in the last uh, decade. Like obviously besides Jackson, like the no, because of my son, like that's super simple. Right. But like yeah. the, I'm too tired. Like I just, I just want to like throw that away for the next decade, man. Of like, cause I, I joke about it all the time, man, but like 28 still, still pretty young. Like I still got a lot of life to live, and I'm just like, man, because that's that. When that customer said that to me, I'm like, man, you are absolutely right. Some old Vietnam vet comes up to you and is like, "What are you doing with your life? They ain't got shit to do. They're just in Best Buy to look around and fucking yeah, just they want life lessons and shit. Yeah, they come in, they're fucking. (laughs) 
<laughs> and like I said, I was okay with it. It, it. it really made me like walk away from the interaction. I was just like thinking, I was like, man, like, I don't think about that enough. Right. Like, cause we, like, I think we just, as adults, we get so hung up on like the day to day of like, what am I going to do today? Or what do I have to do today? Or maybe within the next week. Right. Mm -hmm. But like <clears throat> very often, like I catch myself not creating like actual true, like long-term, but still short-term, right? 10 years, is a long time, but in the, like, I guess life, like, uh, on an average, that's like one seventh of someone's life. So it's still a long, still a big portion of your life, but then you sit back. And yeah. Think but like you're, I don't count those early years are good for like shaping kind of like how you view the world, but I don't count the first 16 years of my life before I got like a driver's license. Cause like I really like, I know people say you become an adult at 18. I felt like more of an adult when I was like 16. Um, right. Just because I could drive, I could do shit on my own and all that stuff. So like, I, I really feel like I'm still like a, I'm, I feel like I'm still just figuring shit out. Like I'm 26. I feel like I'm an eight year old, you know, or like a, a 10 year old, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you start to really right. get out in the world and you fucking start paying taxes and you start seeing shit for how it's meant to be seen. And you don't see it through like, how your parents wanted you to view shit like because I, I view things differently and i feel differently about things now than i did whenever i lived at home you know like i, right. I really do obviously so i it's one of those great things about like growing and like seeing shit but i, I do get you with the like day-to-day -day shit it's real easy to get to get wrapped up in the um in the what do i have to do and not actually being present while you're doing it like mentally and like like what you're actually working on. Like it's easy to fucking go to work and do the shit and then come home and just like, what the fuck did I do today? Cause like you just, right. you, you went through the motions and you kind of like went on autopilot. So like, I, I get you, I get you though. Just try to be like more, more present, I guess. And like, and like, yeah, do just, shit. It, just, and not, not only that, like stop being so uptight, I suppose. Right. Like get back to like, just unclench the time. asshole. It's not that serious. Yeah, dude. Don't be so tight butthole all the time. <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel it. I, I um we had talked about this too, but uh one of the one of the big things that I, I've really been I guess focusing on is is not not talking too much and I it's ca so counterproductive cuz we're, we're literally the whole point of a podcast is to talk, but um like not talking about all the shit that I'm necessarily wanting to do and just doing it and not thinking about it and not stressing about it. Cause right. I'll overthink things to a point where like, I don't want to try shit. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't done a lot of things in the past is like, you think about it. It's like, Oh, I want to do that. Whether it's, you know, this fucking podcast, whatever, uh, or with streaming, I feel like a lot of fucking streamers and YouTubers like deal with this where like they think about things that they want to do, but not everybody is meant to be a planner. Like Kylie is a planner and right. she, yes, I know she stresses though. Like it gives her major anxiety to a point where like she can't sleep and she like, will, um, you know, she acts differently just because like she's planning something and it stresses her out, but she, that's still her personality. She plans. Right. I don't, I don't plan shit, but I tried to make myself a planner for the last few years and it doesn't work for me. It stresses me out to a point where like, I don't, I overthink and then I don't do right. And I end up in this cycle of just inaction where I just sit here and I just like spew bullshit out of my mouth and I don't actually do anything about it. Um, 
And I don't want to sound like one of those fucking gym bros that's like, just do, bro. That's why you're depressed and sad on the couch, bro. It's because you just got to get up and move. That's not what I'm trying to sound like. But like for me, like I wake up, I figure out what the fuck I have to do for the day. And then I don't, I don't think about any of the other things that go with that. I just right. go and I try to do it. And I, I told you that hit me really hard whenever uh, Andrew Schultz said that on fucking uh, Joe Rogan's podcast was he, he said he, he, he quit expecting anything, he quit expecting things to happen. He quit expecting people to do shit for him. He quit expecting um, anything. He quit expecting a certain amount of views or a certain amount of people to show up like he was just going to do and 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 that's what he was going to focus on because you can't control anything else you just just what you do and that's what i'm that's what i'm i'm working on it it's been it's been good it's been it's been solid for me at least because it's fucking you know you when you quit thinking about all the things that can go wrong and you just do it then then it's surprising how few things actually go wrong like i feel like whenever you sit there and you harp on it it's like this can go wrong this can go wrong what if this happens right what if this happens yeah you're too prepared in a sense, which is like, instead of focusing on what you're supposed to be doing, you're just focusing on everything that can go wrong. And there's that, what's that old saying? Don't focus on everything that can go wrong. Focus on everything that can go right, I guess. Right. But I'm not even thinking about that either. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to just get the shit done, whether it's streaming or or, or, or writing jokes or, or whatever it is. I just wake up and it's like, okay, it's time to do this. I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to think about... Throw, I'm just gonna throw myself into it. I'm gonna ignore the world and throw myself into it, and and not even let that fucking thought of of yo you suck like come in or like oh you you know this. Could I mean go you wrong. do suck, or, but I that's mean, besides the point. You know what? I I'll suck at it all day long. At least I'm doing it. You know, like <laughs> I'd rather do it and suck at it than not do it and and sit there and talk about it all day. Yeah, that's and wish what, that you would have done something about it. Yeah, and it's 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 just like I. I I told you, like, I am, I'm not a planner, but I'm a worker. That's what right. I, like, I've always been a hard worker. I was never, even when I played basketball, like I'm six foot two and white as paste, you know, like I am <laughs> not, I was not gifted physically, but I, I worked from the time that I was 10 years old. Like I, I picked up a basketball when I was five. And then when I was 10, I started working more towards like like speed and agility and like actually trying to make my body work for me, you know? Right. Cause like I'm built yeah. more like a football player, but I tried harder to make my, my body work for what I wanted it to do. And so like, by the time I was like 12, 13, I started getting a little bit faster. I started jumping a little bit higher. I got into high school and I was, I was a lot faster and I started jumping a lot higher and I, I just worked towards what I wanted it to do for me. And, you know, I, obviously I was never going to be six, eight, you know, or anything like that, but I was, I was willing to work for it. So like, even whenever it comes to content creation or comedy, like I'm going to, I'm going to work. I'm just going to do what I know that I can do. And I'm going to control what I can control, which is how hard I work, you know? Right. And that's what always drives me nuts is I, I've had trouble sleeping in the past and like with sleep and things like that for different reasons. But I don't mind losing sleep. I don't mind sleeping three hours if I'm waking up and doing something. Now, if I didn't do anything all day and then I only slept three hours, then I just feel irresponsible on both ends and then I get pissed off and I get stressed out <laughs> and then the loop continues where like I just sit there and do nothing because I'm stressed out. So right at the very least, I'm going to control the shit that I can control. and I'm going to work like whether it's, you know, I'm going to work on if I suck at it, I'm going to work at it. That's all it is. Like if I suck for the next five, ten years. 
but I figure this shit out by the time I'm 35. Cool. Like that's, but I'm gonna work to get it. And eventually I'm going to get it. The, the good has to come from the suck at some point. There cannot be a perpetual loop of sucking unless you just quit. Like if you quit, then you got to start back over, you know, like you can't, you can only suck for so long (laughs) at anything before you realize for it, before you figure it out. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to put in the time to figure it out now, you know? Right. So I don't yeah. know, man. Like, that's how I need to like view, like, uh, I don't want to make this about uh streamer or nothing like that, man. But like, that's how I got to like envision. Cause I was, I was telling myself that the other night of, um, at some point I would like to get back to streaming just to like either do or don't. Right. Like, n- like, cause I have way too many, I have way too many days where I'm just like, man, I wish I would do this and then don't. What kills me about you is you've been gaming more than ever. Right. But you have not been streaming. And I know it's a different experience, right? Like just chilling and gaming. But you could literally... Do you you know how many people love it whenever a streamer just like is is just gaming? They're not trying to do anything else. They're just... Right. Like, it's become this weird thing. It's, like, come back around. People at at a certain point wanted this, like, super production-filled show, right? Where, like, yeah. you're doing everything. And there's still people that like that. But there's a lot of people that really enjoy just the roots. They miss the old, quote-unquote, the old ways, you know? And if you're not trying to be, you know... I feel like I see it a lot in, like, Fortnite streamers. Now, take that with a grain of salt. But, like, Fortnite streamers that literally all they were trying to do was just play Fortnite. And they got... They weren't doing anything else. They were just playing Fortnite, you know? And that was... Yeah. And it, it made them a career, essentially. You know, some of these guys are averaging thousands of viewers. And they never did anything. They, they haven't told a single joke in their entire life. They weren't trying to be funny. They weren't trying to be Dr. Disrespect. They weren't trying to be a Tim the Tatman. They were literally just playing games and people gravitated to their personality and like that's what kills me about you because i feel like you, you you get tied up in the in like the 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 numbers and the view count and the the the, the shit fucks with you and it's easy to let it fuck with you. you're you not the only one i've watched people come and go in this fucking shit for years like i've done it too um but the outcome is more important than the work and the, right and and even not even like you can call streaming work if you want to but what i'm saying is like the outcome is is more important than the actual practice of doing like, yeah you know that's that's what's more important to you than like and like if you don't enjoy it that's one thing like if you don't fucking like it that's you know that's on you know that's a whole nother discussion but like if you actually enjoy doing it but you're not doing it because like you think you're a failure because people like aren't there or something or like somebody doesn't show up one day or something like that like that's that's a whole nother discussion i guess but i always felt like you should i think you're good at it but if you don't like it that's something like you don't even have to nah, commit dude, to anything uh, you know fallout 76 dude ruined my streaming career fallout 76 make ruined everybody's life i was gonna was gonna make it big on that game and uh you know what uh, just the game failed me man the world owes you this (laughs) fuck i was sitting there thinking like right when you were like dude you've been gaming more than ever i was like i haven't been gaming that much and i started thinking about like not even just wild classic but then i started thinking about what was i playing hardcore before wild classic 
Overwatch. Like you and yeah. I were playing Overwatch every day, yeah. hours on in. Like, and then even before that, Apex. I was like, dude, like the last like eight months, I've I really have been gaming more than I have probably in the last eight years. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's cool. Like, if you just want to game, like gaming's great. Not everything has to be a, a profession or anything. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to stream, you might as well record what you're doing. You know, like while right. you're doing it, it's not like you have to sit there and, and I mean, I fucking tweeted it out. I made a, a joke about it the other day where I was like, um, the streamer's like, hey, everybody, I'm really excited to show you all the new stuff. And the viewer's like, but you haven't streamed in, in like two weeks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. One and then like the streamer's like, yeah, but uh, like, I'll, I'll be back soon. You know, I'm uh, and the viewer's like, OK, like when? And they're like, oh, probably next month after I figure out what font I want to use for this overlay, like. If you're sitting there, like, trying to make this, like, grand re-entrance, like, you don't have to. You can just fucking start streaming, and, like, if something happens, something happens. But if not, you're doing literally nothing different than what you were doing anyway. Yeah. Well, so, like, because I was thinking about it, too, because uh, um, this is going to be a good six months of uh, the, just the gaming world uh, with Dragon Ball, uh, Kakarot oh, coming out. Right. I forgot about super that excited for, bro. Super excited for. That's a single-player game, right? Yes, sir. It's it's an action RPG. So it's going to be completely different than what they've been doing in the past, right? So like Xenoverse was kind of a, an RPG, but not really. Doesn't it look um, the same, though? They use the same graphics? Yes, but the company that's making it, I guess, is really, really, really good with making like anime games uh, because they make it like very like comic book based, if that makes sense, um, where they like it's how they do certain things and they're very... Um, driven on trying to make it like an anime episode down to like the the weird Japanese jokes and stuff like that 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 uh, will be made and like the goofy faces uh, and shit that they do yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. yeah well like so like one of the things they showed in the trailer right is Goku um, everyone knows Goku does not have his tail anymore but like in the game if you want to go fishing you throw your tail on like he literally like pulls his tail out of his pants and just shoves it up his uh, ass is that is he, he literally he, he attaches it he attaches it on his butt and he fishes with it literally bends over and just fishes with his tail right there's a little quirky stuff like that right so stupid but it's like i like that kind of stuff right that's, that's like so why i enjoy funny. anime but uh but it's an action rpg where it's like it's they said like the the combat is meant for pve not pvp so don't expect to like have any like crazy game breaking moves that uh, you'll use one time but won't use again um, and they're, so they're saying like they're using like the Frieza fight where they're like you'll run into bosses Broly, Frieza, Vegeta, Nappa where like if you're not leveled up and you're not prepared you are going to get your teeth kicked in mm. and you have to go back and gotta start grinding and I was like I like that so man. they're like, doing like, a, like an old school feel where like um, I've noticed a lot of those games are coming back where like um I remember I played a game called Elix that's kind of like that, where um, if you're not prepared for a certain area, you'll kind of just get shit on. Like, it's not like a Skyrim where you can just go wherever and everything's leveled to you and you can do things at your own pace. It's more of a, the world is this way and you will respect that or you're going to die repeatedly. Right. And so that's that that's interesting. I'm glad they I like that gameplay style though because I don't like being able to do certain things at level five. I just don't like it. You know, I want to be able to. I want some end game content that I can work towards. Right. Well, so and that's why I was like, dude, like they're geniuses for how they're doing it, right? And it's just going to be the main Dragon Ball series, which everyone's like, oh, but it's been it's been done numerous times. It's like, yes, I get that. I thoroughly understand that. 
but they've never done it like this. Yeah. Right. Like Budokai and Tenkaichi were kind of like, Hey, you do this fight. Uh, then after the fight's over, you do this fight and then you do this fight and then you do this fight. Right. And then Xenoverse kind of changed it where it was like kind of open world esque, but it was open world in a closed world like area. Right. Yeah. Like when you were back at the hub, like you could, that was open world and you can go and do whatever you wanted. But, um, that wasn't what the entire, that wasn't what the entire, uh, game was. <laughs> this game like is going to be a lot more open world, but like they're gonna have like Yamcha's hideout and then Kami's hideout and like different areas of the open world like kind of setting, right? Um, but I don't know, dude. I'm just super excited for that one. And then, um, then uh, Cyberpunk's coming out. Cyberpunk, super excited yeah. for that. Cyberpunk stuff. Is that March or April? Uh, that one is the one that comes out in March. Um, I'm definitely probably going to get the collection edition of both that and, uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. So that's $400 out of, uh, you know, cause I'm an, I'm an ape. <laughs> well then, uh, but, uh, the Dragon Ball Z game comes out like this week, right? Yeah. It's the 17th. Uh, so it's like right around the corner. Super excited for that. I was say I saw it um, on Steam, but, but then there's the Resident Evil three remake that's coming out. Super excited for that. When does that drop? Did they say anything? Um, that, so the, that drops the same month as cyberpunk. But that that game being pretty, um, the game's pretty. Uh, that game's not like as time consuming, I would say, as what Cyberpunk is going to be. So, like, it's gonna be like Jackson's gonna probably play that one quite a bit, um, just in time. Um, but then my game, I'm super excited for, which I'm sure you can already uh, contest this. Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out, and that one comes out in April, I believe. Oh, yeah, but they're changing uh, everything, aren't they? Like, it's not even the same game. Like, they're, I'm cool with it. They're changing literally everything. I don't everything. want the same game. If I wanted the same game, I would get an emulator, or I would plug in my uh, PS1 Classic. Yeah, no, I get that, but like it, right? any with any remake, it's like if they ever remade... Like, people have asked me about Knights of the Old Republic, right, or KOTOR. I talk about it all the time because it's one of my favorite games, if not, like, you know, up there with my favorite games of all time. Um, they're like, oh, are they going to remake it? Like, would you would you buy a remake? And it's like, yeah, but I, I I've told people like there are certain games that I don't want to remake. I just want like a re like a, a remaster. Like, I just right. want some updated graphics and make it to where it can run on modern machines. Because Kotor One runs like hot garbage on um on PC. It 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 lags. It like or not lags, but like. Um, if you run it above a certain frame rate, it like it makes it to where you can't control your character and shit. Like, there's a lot of bugs on modern machines with older games, and right. I just I love the story. Like, don't fuck with it. <laughs> I really enjoy it. You know, so it's like I wonder how many fans are gonna piss off if they mess it up. Like, I wonder. Well, so there's gonna be those little piss babies, like regardless of what they do to it, right? But what I like about it is Maximilian dude probably said it best. He was like, I don't even want to call this a remake. He's like, I want to call this a reimagining. He's like, because it's, it's so different. But he told me, like, dude, he was like, from the little demo that he got, he said it is probably going to go down as the best remake ever in any game ever. Mm. He said because it, they, they, they are doing enough to maintain the continuity of this is Final Fantasy VII, but they're also changing enough for to, one, bring in a new crowd, and to, two, um, to get people that love the game to love the game again. 
mm, okay. is kind of what I was getting um, from what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, Cause he was like, dude, he was like, it was so good because like those people are like, Oh, it's an action RPG game. So like they're upset. It's not turn-based. They have a setting that turns it into turn-based. Oh, just so like in an both? action setting. Yes. They're doing both. So you Ooh. decide what you want to do. I wonder so, like, if that say, breaks the game though. I wonder if it, it's going to make like certain boss fights a lot easier on one setting or the other. You know what I mean? Well, they, they, I mean, it will change it, right? Because, like, uh, from the, the mindset of, um, from the mindset of like difficulty, I think an action RPG is a lot more difficult than a turn-based game. Turn-based game, you can think about every move before you do it. While an action RPG, you gotta act in the moment right now. Yes and no, and, though, because I was gonna say the same thing about like, uh, I feel like whenever you add turn-based combat in with the rng i don't know how final fantasy does it but most turn-based games have a crit system so you can take a lot yeah, more damage true. and you can't really there's also an rng of like hitting or, or avoiding damage whereas i feel like if you do it the other way then it it turns into more skill on the character's part kind of similar to dark souls how people have beaten that without getting hit a single time like yeah you know they'll, they'll they don't even level up any of their stats like and you can you can literally beat the whole game because of the skill of the player so i think it's going to adjust it there where it's like more skilled players would be able to to get through certain boss fights whereas like the turn-based combat would you just have to sit there and like take damage in like a turn-based game essentially you know what i mean like you're not going to dodge yeah. every single thing you're forced to sit there and just eat shit sometimes and that's where I feel like that flip flop back and forth. So I, I'm just curious how it's going to affect things. Cause it's obviously going to uh, be more beneficial. I feel like in certain areas to do the not turn base, but I, I don't know. That's going to be interesting if they do it that way. Yeah. Either way. I'm, I'm super excited for it. I want the PlayStation demo to hurry up and come out. Um, just so I can, like, Are they doing a demo? cause dude, I have not seen a negative. Well, so you didn't hear about the whole leak PlayStation leak. Mm -mm. Like it was posted up on the, the, the marketplace. And then, uh, Sony like lost their mind or Square Enix like lost their mind about it. No, I didn't even see that shit. Yeah, it was like it was live for a day or like what? six hours or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, people were like, I it was just shit. the demo run that was at um, uh, when they announced it. What was that? Uh, E3? No, it wasn't E3. When, what? It was. Um, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But um, it was the demo that they were allowing all of the reviewers to play. Mm. Um, okay. And. Like, I'm excited with that. It's just, like, literally the, the first mission of the game. So, which is kind of entertaining about that is Final Fantasy VII back in the day when it had a demo was the – they call it the bombing run. And it's the the new one. That's literally the demo again is the bombing run, um, which I think is absolutely awesome. Um, the, I'm the one person that's, like, I'm still kind of, like, iffy on if to be upset uh, – be a little pissed baby about or if i'm kind of excited about it is the episodic things they're talking about doing um where they're releasing excited. sections yes um like part one part two whatever because they're saying part one like it's a love hate thing so like part one is going to be midgar which is the opening city of the game right um realistically in the old game you could get through midgar and I would say four or five hours. Like if you're trying to just run through it real quick. If I, I was a casual player playing it, how long would it take? Cause you, on the other hand, you like go to areas and grind this. Shit. I've watched you play this game before. 
you like yeah. play it way different than like a casual fan would. Like if I bought this right. game for the first time and I don't have any attachment to the game, like how long would it take me to get through this area? You could probably get through it in six, six to eight hours. Right. Okay. Um, just depending on like if you're um, grinding, if you're trying to like actually dive pretty deep into it. Um, right. It just, it really, it really just depends, but um, it's not meant to be super long. Well, part one is supposed to be just only Midgar and where I'm excited but kind of scared at the same time is they're saying the sheer size of this game is going to be different, right? So to me, like as a person that played it in the past, I get worried because I'm like, how can they cram that much new content into that little area, right? Because that wasn't even all of disc one. I wouldn't even say that's half of disc one. Yeah. Because um, uh, Final Fantasy Seven was a three-disc game. So it's like, I'm worried, but I'm excited because they were saying the sheer size of it is... Um, like, so they were talking about Blu-ray discs and how Blu-ray discs are being used in games now. Mm -hmm. um, and the one that they used as an example was Red Dead 2. Was Red Dead 2 is one Blu-ray disc. They're saying part one is going to be two Blu-ray discs worth of content. Well, Red Dead 2 was, it's like 100, you, you have the, the data disc, which is like 100 gigs. And then you have the play disc that you have to put in to like actually play the game. So I don't, I, and again, I don't know how that shit works on consoles. I don't claim to understand that part. Like, I don't know why the fuck there's a hundred gigs on one disc. And then you put that in to download it. Like, I, I don't understand why I can't just like put in a key and, and download the shit like off servers. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm right, at. Right, I'm right. always the guy that's like, why the fuck do I need these things? Why can't I just download the game? Like, I don't know if, the data disc makes it easier to download or if like they wanted it so that people that don't have online to be able to play it's a single player game you know there's yeah, yeah. an option so like it, the data disc is like it has everything that you would be downloading anyway so it makes it faster and for people that don't have internet like they just load the shit off the data disc onto the playstation right i don't know how all that works um but I'm always that guy that's like, why the fuck is this shit so big? <laughs> I'm always but, so... so but, but then, it's like I was telling someone else, I was like, were it could be that size is because of the graphics. Because the game looks very, very pretty. Uh, um, yeah, I know they so did that like, with Kingdom Come. We were talking about that where like you can't, you have an option to download their like high-res HD textures like after the fact. They're f I think they're free. They might not be, though. But um, like they had, the way they tested the game was like super high end like i think some of the textures were like in 8k or some shit right um went for their test model but they had to dumb it down for consoles at the time and um you can now download those hd textures those super nice ones like after the fact uh so it like didn't bloat the the original download like super bad whereas now i feel like a lot of the downloads are really bloated with that shit like the graphics oh, and yeah. the textures and shit like it's not even right. content you're downloading it's like yep the texture for this flower is five gigs or some shit. And I, I just don't, I don't get it. And, and see, and that's where I get worried, right? Because if, if it's two massive discs of like graphical content, I will be kind of frustrated. <laughs> like I, excited, but frustrated. Like there's no right? meat there. It's just fucking right, pretty. Right, right. It's just, it's, it's the same shit you just played through, yeah. but it's just, it's because it's so pretty. Like you're talking about a two discs and you get 12 hours of gameplay, yeah. right? I'll be stupid pissed but we don't know no one knows that part right like yeah. the game the demo looks great the game plays great uh the whole like dialogue between characters because they talk to each other right and that's mm -hmm. the one thing people are kind of worried about is like they everything was um almost like 
uh, like dialogue and context based because like your characters were whatever you wanted them to be, right? Yeah. Um, so like I, I I'm gonna be irritated if it's just no meat and potatoes to the content and the two discs that they're coming out with, or if it's just gonna be like more graphics based. But then I was also one of the people like because the, the little piss babies that are just want to complain about everything. My mindset is the reason why I'm excited for the episodic thing, right? Is Final Fantasy the game that it is? Is disc one was more storyline, story driven? Like, hey, this is how your characters meet. This is what they do. This is what you're going after. This is going to be the storyline of the game. Um, and disc two was more exploration, right? So we're like. I'm excited is they're going to end up making Final Fantasy seven part two or episode two or whatever they want to call it will be on the next gen consoles where they can make the game a lot larger, a lot better, a lot uh, more performance heavy. Um, yeah. Cause it can handle because, like, it. Yeah. Yes. Cause that's what disc two was in the original anyways, was that's where you're out in the open world and you're running around and you're doing all these side quests. So I was like getting really, really excited. Cause I was like, I'm not one of those people that's like, I've waited all these years. Like, I want the whole game now. Like, no, I take your time to make a good fucking game. It's gonna. And I was, I was fucking. It's it's gonna turn into Elder Scrolls Six, bro. They're gonna release part one, and then you're gonna wait eleven years for part two because they're just gonna be like, oh, but the next gen consoles. That's been Bethesda's fucking excuse the, the for Elder Scrolls Six. They want the technological capabilities to do what they want to do when it's complete horseshit. But right, that's what's gonna. Turn as long into. as the game is good, I don't care. Yeah. Now, if the game like exactly that, and the game comes out and it's shit cool then that's rage at the time yeah but i've always been one of those people of delay it delay it delay it as long as i get a good game i don't care how long i have to wait yeah just make it a good game yeah nothing's worse than like duke nukem forever that people waited <laughs> 20 years and it was horse shit right like if i'm going to wait i'm okay with waiting but make it a good damn game yeah no i feel it i think <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Duke Nukem. No, I get it. I I don't have a, I don't have a dog in that fight. Like I don't have, you know, for for Final Fantasy. Because yeah, you're never into it. I I never had a PlayStation. And they were only PlayStation games when they like, you know, I was an Xbox kid. I was an original Xbox kid. Um, you know, I felt like one of those kids that had a Zune whenever everybody else had an iPod. Like that's what Stop. I felt like. Yeah, you because know, everybody. Oh, my Zoom. friends had PlayStations, dude. Nobody, <laughs> nobody had Xbox when I was growing up. But I was like, dude, that's the console I want. It looks cool. Like I want the Xbox, and so I got it. Came with this big ugly ass controller and shit, and it came with. Oh, it did have oh, some exclusive man. games though, because if I right. didn't get an Xbox, I never would have experienced Kotor because the first Kotor was an Xbox yeah, exclusive. So I never yep. would have experienced that. So I'm very happy with the choice. But at the time when I was a kid, I was like, why do all my friends have PlayStation? Yeah, stupid. I was obviously, I was always a PlayStation guy until um, until uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter came out, and then I uh, was uh, my eyes were opened to Xbox Live. You know what Xbox changed forever. You know what Xbox also did better than PlayStation storage. The original Xbox had a hard drive in it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so I could I didn't need, I didn't need a memory card. I got one well, because I wanted the expansion and like could take my saves places if somebody did. You know, so when you sit there and think of like, see, people hate on the main Xbox, right? In the sense of people forget what that game did for gaming in general, like of yeah. how many things that gaming has taken out from that console. Like, it's so easy to sit there and say how revolutionary the PlayStation 2 was and the PS1 was and all that stuff like that. People tend to forget what all that 
um, the um, Xbox, the main, the original Xbox, right? 360, yes, but like the original Xbox, mm-hmm. like because yes, on the PlayStation Two, you had online content, but not very good, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't anything to write home about, right? While the main Xbox had Halo, and Halo is what changed multiplayer for a lot of people and i think people tend to forget about that right is so many people talk about the, the revolutionary playstation consoles but they people tend remember to the games more than the console in my opinion for that's what it is the games were 100 so and the controller even a lot of people have have hailed the xbox controller to be much better than the playstation one not the original release the original release xbox controller was disgusting it was ugly it was unfunctional but they actually streamlined it down to where what you had was almost essentially a it was an xbox 360 style looking controller with the joystick up top and then the the right joystick was lower for your right thumb right um it was the same style as the 360 controller but it didn't have the bumpers instead it had the black and white buttons but they were also down by your thumb as well well so they weren't like up top anymore um and it was like that streamlined controller design has actually been a lot of people's favorite controller design as well like a lot of people don't like the sony sticks being right next to each other like they don't like that twin stick feel of like them being down there feel people say that it puts their hands in like a weird position sometimes like holding it i i also agree i was an xbox kid all the way up until now i've got the fucking playstation that you ended up giving me um, for the exclusive games, but I still prefer the Xbox 360 controller or the Xbox One controller over the yeah, dog. That's why you just get the Mad Cats and you just move the buttons the way you want. Get the MLG controller. Bro, is Mad Cats still in business? Um, I don't. Know. Or did they go under? I thought they went under. I did see. So did you see at CES uh, how Alienware has a new like Switch like thing in concept called the UFO? Did they really? Uh, yeah. Do you have to see it? It does look pretty sick. It's literally the Switch, but you can play PC games on it. Um, That's dope. But it's called it's called the UF, UFO, and what was funny was literally someone memed it and was like, "Does this not remind you of Mad Cats? <laughs> like, because how Mad Cats was always trying to like create their own version of everything, bro. Everything. So I'm pretty sure like the Mad Cats even had like a that everything like a like a scuff design controller mm-hmm. before scuff was ever a thing. Yeah, no, they had everything. They also, um, I think it was Mad Cats is the ones that owned like Triton headsets and shit. Yep. Um, Triton, which I, oh, I, gosh, I rocked my it. fucking Tritons. I love those goddamn things. Dude, I was the biggest hater of um, Turtle Beach because I had Tritons. I was like, bro, don't get don't get Turtle Beach. Get Tritons, First bro. headset I ever bought was fucking... I think they were the Turtle Beach 11s. That, the white one with the big, like... look like the really big microphone. Oh, um, yeah. I got those. They were $65, <laughs> dude. I was so excited. I went home and fucking blasted. Like, I'm pretty sure I blew out my ears when I was younger doing that because I was like, I'm playing COD, dude. I'm turning these bitches all the way up. What's I'm up? Gonna hear everything. I'm going hear, to hear them breathing yeah. next to me, bro. I'm going to hear them fucking fart. We're going to be on this shit, dude. And then I had one, like, grenade went off in the game and I, like, threw the headset off. I was like, I can't <laughs> do that. That's too loud. But they were you just probably made the noise that, uh, Nick Swartzen made in bench warmers when he went outside. Ah! Just like, ah! threw his headset up. Ah! <laughs> He's just eating sunblock. <laughs> Taste the heat. They taped the baseball bat to his hands. <laughs> Bro, did you know he's still doing stand-up? Yeah. Uh, dude, he's one of my favorite comedians, actually. He's I haven't still seen doing any of his new stand-up. Stuff lately, uh, you can like yes. buy his fucking tickets. I, I think he's doing some some shows this month. Uh, he's not doing like a ton, but I, I think he just is. He's either wrapping up a tour, 
or he's like got a new thing. I think he might have a new special coming out at some point. But I was shocked. I, I didn't think he was still doing shit. I hadn't heard about him in a while. I didn't know of any movies he was in. I just thought that he was just. Yeah, so I went to um, the show he had in Columbus um, years ago. Uh, it was one of the ones that Sarah and I went to. And, and the thing is, like, it was good. It wasn't the best stand-up I've been to. Uh, the stand-up I've probably, best stand-up I've probably been to was uh, Aziz Ansari. Um, he was pretty awesome. Nick Swartzen, like, he was good. The problem was the jokes in which he did I'd already seen that that skit, right? So it's like, yeah. uh, I could have just watched this on Netflix, my guy. Well, that happens like, with, with comedy. And it does, and right? So like, like, I, I still had a good time, right? It was a blast, but it was like, you're laughing at the same jokes. So it's like, he's trying to yeah. set up the joke and you already know the joke. Well, that's why they say like the lifespan of a joke is, is very short. And that's the reason why a lot of comedians, um, if they release shit on YouTube... It's either years after they've, they're done with the joke. Like, you'll see shit that people have posted that they did in 2014, but they just right. now posted it because they're done with that joke. Like, they're done right. they're done using it for a special or a tour or whatever. Um, or, like, if they do post it, it'll also be, like, crowd work. It's not, like, written shit that they've worked on, you know, because yeah. jokes die fast, bro. Like, there's some people, like, you can see it. Um, uh, you can see the same joke once or twice and be over it. Um, and that's why like traveling as uh, like for, for comedians is so big. That's why they'll hit all these different cities and shit. Because if you just, if you're just hitting the same spots over and over and over with the, with similar material, it's not going to do as well for you. So like whenever comedians are working out like a special, they hit all these different spots because they're performing essentially the same set. It's going to be the same set. They just tweak it a little bit here and there trying to figure out like how they want to set it up and how they want to put the set together. And they're trying out new jokes and shit. Um, but that's why they travel is because they don't want to hit the same spots and have people see the same jokes again because these people are paying, you know, anywhere from 20 to $30 to, to see the show. And if you're doing the same shit in front of the same crowd, you're just ripping them off at that point. Like people aren't going to come back They're you know, right. It's like, that's yeah. fucking lazy. Don't do that shit. But that, so I get it though. Like if you've, if he's doing like material that maybe you had seen or like if he's pulling stuff from, I know a lot of actors, like people that have acted, they'll, they'll throw that shit into their sets. And sometimes you can kind of see that if you're, if you're a fan of what they've done in movies and shit. Well, so, um, so the problem was like, I'm a, I'm a massive Nick Swartzen fan. So like I had just watched it so many times. Yeah. Right? So like, that's why I, I, I didn't want to be too critical. Cause I was like, part of it is my fault. hundred percent. Like, because I had overwatched a lot of the Nick, I had overwatched a lot of the Nick Swartzen type stuff. Mm -hmm. But that also being said, like the reason why I was so excited to get those tickets was because he was going to have he was supposed to have a new show coming out. So I was like, oh, maybe he's trying trying to promote that or he's going to do something. But no, that's not all what it was. So I was like, man, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but it was still good, man. Aziz and Sorry though was really really good, um, really good. Was that um, him that got basically crucified by cancel culture? Um, for some shit that he said or did or something. Probably it was a while. I, I can't remember where it was that I heard that, and I don't, I, I, I don't keep up with it with all that, you know, super right. closely. But I, it was a while back, whenever stuff was real bad, and I don't know if it had to do with like the Me Too movement being like, like whenever it was like in full swing or, um. But I thought that he had gotten in like a lot of trouble for something or like people were i don't know if it was trouble but like people were really really mad at him i think it was him i don't want to fucking say let me let me just see if anything comes up but because i want to sit here and fucking say some shit uh that's just completely false but i thought it was him that he had gotten in trouble for some 
something he had said. Let's see. Let's see here. Thought it was him anyway. Oh, yeah. So it was th this article. There's an article here that came out in January of 2018. So the beginning of 2018. And apparently it, it, all the headline says is Aziz Ansari responds to accusation of sexual misconduct. So I think like he was wrapped up in part of the like Me Too movement shit and right. stuff like that. Oh, um, yeah. Look, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know about it. I don't know that. if it's true. I, I'm just reading like that. That's what I'm remembering is is that shit. He was wrapped up in some of that stuff. Again, I don't know if he actually did it. I don't know the whole story, but I, I'm just glad I fucking remembered the, the shit right that it was the right dude. But um, you know who I miss, though, as a comedian? Who? Carlos Mencia. I get it. He was joke. He was like copying jokes. I get all that. Oh, I loved his show though. Copying word for word, man. His shit was I, bad. Dude, I loved. I loved his show though. Like I get it. He like, still does stand up. You can go see him. I think he. I think he performs. Yeah, in, but like, it's, North it's ruined. His shit. stand up is ruined. His stand up is like. Yeah. It's done. Right. Like, but I miss like back before I knew all that stuff. And I, dude, I thought he was like the best comedian out. I really did. Well, he was. He and, was like, a, a great. He was stealing jokes. He was a great entertainer. It's kind of like uh, the phenomenon with Dane Cook, how Dane Cook blew up. Dane Cook's jokes weren't that good. Like, he was just, he had, he had, uh, uh, Ron White has talked about it, where, like, he had a stage presence. Like, right. he was somebody people liked to stare at. Like, what, whether, whatever it was that he was doing, whether he was flailing or rolling around on the ground or, like, waving his arms, he was somebody that had a stage presence that you know was was very confident in what he was doing and sometimes right if you can just put he was things he together, was the kevin hart before kevin hart i think kevin's funnier i think kevin's funnier as well i think his but sets like, uh, are better i think his i think kevin's old shit is better than his newer stuff i think his first two big specials that he came out with was his first two the i'm a grown little man and um the He's wearing like a suit in it. I, I can't remember which one it is. I don't think it's what now. I whatever. It one a couple of his earlier specials are, are my favorites of his, but um but I think overall because didn't Dane Cook get in trouble for stealing jokes too? Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's like a maybe that's like a mechanism. Because that was like that was like a little period though when everybody was getting roasted for stealing jokes and stuff though. Wasn't that uh, maybe, because, maybe it's like, like a mechanism. Like whenever you know you're stealing jokes, like you fucking you, you overcompensate by being like the loudest, like, you know, the, the biggest actor, I guess. Well, did you ever know. see, did you ever see like the videos where Joe Rogan was calling out, uh, Carlos Mencia? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he was that he walked on stage at the fucking comedy store and while yeah, Carlos was doing it, cause they, that was a big thing. And I, I watched a lot about that too, was like Joe Rogan would say that he would go up and literally do comedian shit in front of them. Like knowing that he took it from them, he would do it in front of them, um, and like that's some crazy shit, bro. I can't imagine. Yeah, they were saying like respect. Bobby Lee was one of them, like Good old from Bobby. Mad TV. Like Bobby Lee was funny too. Bobby Lee was weird. Uh, the Joe Rogan was talking about that, and like literally had a video of Bobby Lee saying that he stole it, but then like when he found out he was being recorded, he was like, "Oh, I think I yeah, I think I know the clip." You're Have a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking. I remember, I remember Carlos Mencia. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Now I don't know what was his, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how far right. that rabbit hole went of, like... Because apparently he would steal from, like, no-name comics, too. So, like, people yeah. that you would never heard of. 
that would go yeah, up at the comedy though. store. He would steal shit from them. Um, so like, I don't know what he wrote and what he didn't write and what, or like what some other comic, like Joe Blow comic fucking came up with that. He, he was like, Oh, that's funny. I'm going to use that. Like, you know, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, that's what I hate is because like, I, I miss you loved it. Now you don't, when, you can't trust it anymore. <laughs> because, yeah. Because like it ruined it. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm aware of it because like it's a super scumbag thing to do. But that's what I was saying. Like I missed back when like I was naive to it. Right. And I was yeah. like, Oh, that not, not my Carlos Mencia. <laughs> all right. And then like when all the proofs started coming out and I was like, Oh no, he's a scumbag. No, oh, like oh yeah. No, that's, it, yeah. yeah, no, that's clearly, uh, he stole that joke. <laughs> Like it, like you said, word for word, you couldn't even like kind of mistaken it. No, it was. Well, they were saying he would take every joke that had to do with, um, like he would take a joke and steal it word for word, and if it had to do with race, he would just take it and turn it into a Mexican joke. Right. Which he's not even Mexican; he's Honduran. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, so, I, I mean, know. people were just mad at him. People were fucking, he was a shithead. He was a fucking shithead. That's all there is to it. And apparently, I don't know how he still has a career. Like, I know that he was one of the biggest comics in the world at one people point. People don't care. But, like, he legit, people still book him. And I don't know. It's, it's rage culture, bro. People love to throw stuff at the guy that's down. But at the end of the day, like, they don't really care. I've always been a firm believer in people don't really care. Yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's. You're not wrong. People will look past a lot of things. There are people. There's there's all kinds of of examples of that. People looking past. Um, people looking past things that that you've done. I mean, there's the, you know, the Kobe incident. There's fucking, I guess the Carlos Mencia incident. Even though he's never really gonna like be Carlos Mencia again, but he's still doing comedy. He still does shows like every week. Um, he's not doing like big theaters, I don't think, but he's still doing like shows. So. I guess right. I guess just having the name Carlos Mencia, like people will come and be like, you know, because well, there's a lot of people that also don't know too. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that just didn't keep up on it. But I was a huge, I've always been a huge Joe Rogan fan just because UFC and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like when Joe started saying it, and I trust Joe, yeah, right, like, because Joe Rogan doesn't tend to get outraged. He's he's got a very passive personality. So like when you saw him get that mad about something, it's like, oh, it's got to be pretty important. Comes up and right? interrupts like, his set and everything. Fucking yeah, like dude, uh, man, he was. I don't think I've ever seen Joe Rogan so angry before, and I say that being like he almost got in a fight on Fear Factor, and I, I've never seen him more upset than what he was about. Um, yeah, he about him. He right? doesn't like, talk about like. Over the years, I can't remember him talking about anybody so so angrily and so passionately. Like even like if he's talking about like shitty people, he's still like you don't you don't hear him like freaking out the way like he was about that whole situation. That was a weird situation. This is a shitty situation. Like because, and he's talked about it too. Is like it's uh he was he was pissed off more because nobody was saying anything. Everybody's just like letting him do it because of who he was at the time, like. You know, I don't know though. I don't know, man. Holy shit, we've been going for an hour and twenty minutes, man. Told you, man. This uh, talking's easy whenever you're just chatting with the buds, yeah. chatting with the, the boys. Hour and twenty minutes. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode because 
I don't want to uh, be uploading like two hour fucking episodes for you guys. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back. These episodes should go up every Wednesday. That's the goal. Hopefully it's every Wednesday. Uh, you guys uh, will be able to listen on fucking iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. Um, I'll either put some logos or images up on the screen or, or you guys can uh, just search for it, whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll have a title on the video and the uh, for the podcast and all that shit. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening. And uh, we'll be back next week, I guess. Yeah, we're going to start with one episode a week yeah. and see how it goes and then yep. potentially do two, essentially. I think that's yeah, ideally we want to be able to record on record on Mondays, edit Tuesdays, upload Wednesdays. But uh, when it's all said and done, uh, I, I don't think it'd be too difficult to do something like a Monday, Wednesday, or like if especially if we start getting in a, a rhythm, like we can do multiple days a week because I just I work later in the day. So yeah. as long as we got up early enough and had our morning cup of Joe. Uh, and did the stream i mean not the stream the uh podcast yeah just uh just gotta adjust to the workload a little bit and make sure that we're not overdoing it and doing too much but uh we're gonna go ahead and get out of here thank you guys so much for for listening and watching and we'll see you guys yep. next week yep